Hey, what up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode 29 of the Floatcast. Floatcast is the podcast all about floating. But today, I'm actually not going to talk to you about floating. I'm going to talk to you about my uh, my trip to Portland for the float conference. Uh, I went out about two weeks ago, and I had wanted to I had wanted to do this sooner. A, a complete, you know, review of the trip. Not a review of I, I don't know. It's probably not a good way to put it. I just wanted to talk about my trip, and uh, I wrote down a whole lot of things on the, on a piece of paper I wanted to say, and I left the piece of paper in a bad spot. My son took it and scribbled all over it and then threw it in the garbage can. So that piece of paper is gone. So I'm kind of just winging it. I have a few things written down I want to talk about, but I think I'll be okay. Um, overall, the trip was amazing. What a great, what a great experience. Just the, uh, the amount of, of togetherness that all these quote unquote strangers have is amazing because we all have the same common goal. I mean, picture walking into a room where there's 350 people and they all have the same common goal and there's no competitiveness. Even with the, for the most part, with the tank manufacturers too, they really have too much competitiveness. I guess one or two of them do because there are some issues, uh, which I'm not going to get into because it's not really my, my place to. But for the most part, there's no competitiveness among anybody, uh, especially centers. Centers want to help each other out um, because in all honesty, if you break it down numerically, probably about 2% of the 325 million people in this country know what a float tank is. So uh, how about we we spread the word together? And, that, and that's kind of the idea that, that the conference is about. Well, that and, and just informing everybody and, and getting the word out and running you know, running centers the right way. Um, float on who hosted the conference, who did an amazing job. Talk about some guys that have their stuff together. Jesus, you, you know, I, I go in there thinking I'm, I'm all, I'm good to go. I, I got a podcast. I got a float center on the Mac Daddy. I ain't nothing. These guys really are on the ball and, uh, my hats are off to them and, uh, Ash Khan and, and Graham and Quinn and, and everybody else. Um, you guys did an amazing job and it was such a great experience from start to finish. You guys really, I mean, there were things that, you know, you, you, you guys did that even I, in my head, I'm like, I would have never thought to do that. And that's such a great idea. Um, I had them all written down, but I can't think of it. Even like the tote bag, I'm going to glance over at the tote bag. It's nice. I'll wear, I'll, I'll use that thing when I go to the beach. No problem. It's not just like a little, you know, I'm going to use this at the conference and, and then put it somewhere else. It's nice. It's it was just it was such a great experience as far as what you guys put together and organized. Um, so, like I said, my hats my hats off to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. By the way, this is probably about the I don't know thirty eighth or forty fifth time that I restarted doing this podcast. <clears throat> the first twenty, I was trying to do the reads for uh for flotation locations and I just couldn't get through it. So I decided to just go into it and just start talking about whatever. And I kept mumbling and jabbling so I started over. So here is uh episode number uh well, you know, take number forty six I should say. Um overall my trip aside from the conference, which was awesome, like I said, uh, my trip was great. I, I got lucky on the flights. There there was no uh you know, no delays, no turbulence. I, I wasn't next to some chatty Cathy on either trip. You know, I sat down when I when I first got to the uh, 
airport to JFK, you know, it's like a six hour flight. You get ne- stuck next to somebody who just wants to talk to you the whole time. What are you going to do? You're stuck. I mean, Jesus, could you imagine if you got stuck next to like a Jehovah's Witness who was trying to convert you? Like you, I, I, I might try to have the plane diverted. So I would have to sit there the entire time and listen to him. I don't know if you guys have Jehovah's Witnesses wherever you're at, but holy mackerel, they really, they come at you. Um, but yeah, both flights are great. Got the JFK, the guy next to me didn't want to talk. He didn't want any part of it. Honestly, the only part we talked was when we were taxiing down the runway after we landed. He was just like, yeah, so what are you in town for? You, you moving here? You live here? And I said, no, I'm in for the weekend. He was like, oh, cool. That was it. That was my entire conversation with anybody on the way out. And it may sound antisocial, but I don't think it is. It's a long flight. And, uh, yeah, so I got to Portland and immediately, right after I, right when I walked outside the airport, just the air was different. Um, definitely cleaner, definitely less going on outside, less action as far as, you know, noise and, and just, traffic and, and people and busy people. There's a difference between like some somebody walking down the street and somebody walking down the street who's busy. <clears throat> and there were far less busy people in Portland, uh, which is good and bad, but I think more good than bad. But yeah, got there, immediately noticed a difference in the air. Went, uh, took a, a cab. If I would have known then what I know now, I would have waited for the uh, mass transit system. But I took a uh, cab to the dorm where I was staying. The guy set up an amazing thing in a dorm. It was only like 65 bucks a night. You had your own dorm room, but it wasn't like a little, you know, shoebox dorm room. It had like double beds and it had like a little kitchenette and a nice, your own shower. It was pretty much like a small hotel room, um, which was great. 60 bucks a night. What do I need? I just went there and slept and showered and left. It's not like I was hanging out there. So checked into the, into the dorm, no problem. Put down all my stuff. Contemplated taking a nap, but I did not. And uh, you got to understand, I haven't had an uninterrupted not caring about nap in about two years. So the idea of taking a nap was very attractive, but I I passed on it. Because I wanted to walk around, and I wanted to check, check it out. And the first thing I noticed walking around is how clean the damn place is. I mean, it was clean. There was no garbage around, like, litter. Like, there was no litter. Not that I have, like, massive amounts of litter. Like, it looks like, you know, garbage central around my, my place. But there was no garbage around Portland. It was very, very clean. Like I said, the air smelled clean. So I walked. I decided to go for a walk. Had my phone in my pocket and uh, my, my little room key, my wallet, and I'm walking. See you later. And, uh, my idea was, you know what? I'm going to walk down the float on. I'm in the dorms, which are, I mean, people that are listening, <clears throat> listening to this that were, that were at the conference know what I'm talking about, but I was at the dorms, which are nowhere near float on. When I say nowhere near, I mean, if you're in a car, it's not no, no big deal, but I'm not in a car. I'm on foot and I don't really know anything about mass transit yet in Portland. So I start walking. And mind you, I am pretty good with the smartphone, but I am often very forgetful that I have one in my pocket. So I walked for, I don't know, 15 blocks north, 
and uh, asking random people, do you know where Float On is? Do you know where Float On is? And by the way, guys, I everybody who I asked who didn't know where it was, they asked me what it was, and I explained it to them. And they were like, wow, I'm going to check that out. So if they tell you some, some cool guy from New York sent him, you know, you can thank me. But finally, I think the fourth person I asked knew where Float On was. And they were like, yeah, man, you got to catch a train. You're nowhere near it. You got to go over the bridge. So I was, you know, <clears throat> I still would have been walking if I was trying to get there. So I, I took a train to, I don't know. I took a train to a, another train, I think. And it brought me over the bridge and then down, down, down. And I was like, all right, good. I'm almost there. I can get off here and I'll walk the rest. I thought I was like three or four blocks away. Meanwhile, I was like 25 blocks away. This entire time, I forgot I had my stupid cell phone, excuse me, smartphone in my pocket. And uh, I never looked at it and never looked up like where Float On is. Like, nope, just never looked. Like, oh, it's on Hawthorne. I'll find it. Hawthorne's like the longest street in the planet. It's like that and Route 66. It's like one and two. Okay. Um, I finally figured out I was too far away. I got back on the train, tram, whatever it is. And I took it down and I was pretty close. And then I got in. Or I walked in and uh, there wasn't anybody there. <laughs> I traveled for an hour and there was any, wasn't anybody there. Well, there was a, a uh, an employee there. I forget your name. I'm sorry. Uh, Jared, maybe, I want to say. Um, nice guy. Talked to him for a few minutes. And uh, he said, yeah, everybody's at the conference hall. I said, all right, thanks. So I, I got back in my car. Or, I mean, excuse me. I got back on the... Uh, Mass Transit, which now I was semi-familiar with. I knew what I had to do as far as to get back into kind of where I was, which isn't that far, by the way. I mean, I'm only talking about an area that's like, I don't know, six miles, maybe seven miles. I don't really know. Could be bigger. Could be like 15 miles for all I know. It's not that big. Um, But when you're on foot, you're not familiar with it and you're, you know, you were traveling all day. It seems pretty damn big. Got back to where the conference was being held, uh, Lincoln Hall, and walked in and met a few people that I, uh, saw a few people that I actually had met already, Aaron and Dan from Flotation Locations, and, um, few, met a few other people, saw Jeremy from, uh, Escape Pod, and, uh, hung out with him for a few, talk, chatted with him, <clears throat> and, uh, who else did I see right away? So Kevin from Zero Gravity, which was nice, met, met him in person. And uh, who else did I see right away? So Bobby from Onnit, who's uh, who's my sales rep, who's damn awesome. He's a good dude. Yeah, just chatted with them for a few, and I um, decided to go back to my room, kind of get changed, maybe. <clears throat> excuse me, get changed, maybe take a shower, and because they were having like a little meet and greet thing. At a local bar. It was about 6.30. I'm, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Friday, by the way. And on a Friday, they were having a, like a uh, seminar. I don't want to say a seminar. It was like a, a I'm going to look it up here in the book because I do have the book handy. A workshop. A float center workshop. So if you were interested in opening a center, you can go there and do this workshop on Friday and, you know, learn how to open a center, which is awesome. I heard from a few people it was very valuable and that they were happy they were went that that they went. Um so that was going on. It ended I think at about seven and at about seven thirty there was like a meet and greet at a bar. 
that was right across the street. The guys prearranged, like I said, these guys thought of everything. They prearranged the bar was closed to the general public and only float center people, only float um, conference people were allowed to enter, which was sick. I mean, come on, that's unbelievable. I would have never thought to do that. I would have had, I would have had like a backyard thing, like, oh yeah, guys, come on over. I'll hang out in my stupid backyard. These guys really were on the ball. Um, but they had, it was a really cool place. They, I think it was called Rogue, Bre- Rogue, Rogue, I think it was called Rogue Brewery, Brewery. They, uh, they had some like 11% beer that if you had two, you know, that was more than enough. But of course, I had about three and that was plenty. Uh, hung out with a lot of cool people, hung out with Shane from, uh, Zen Float and, uh. Yeah, hung out with a couple of guys from Float On and chatted with them for a few. After that was over, was the uh, premiere of the uh, Float documentary, which was awesome. These guys really did a good job. We had Carl on a few months ago. Drop the mic. <clears throat> we had Carl on a few months ago, and he uh, he really put together a nice, nice piece of work. It really is going to help the industry as a whole, and... A definite thank you is owed to him. Um, after that was over, we, uh, me and a few other people went back. Right next to the dorm where I was staying was this bar. I don't know. I think it was called the Friendly Tortoise. But for some reason, the first night when I was there, I started calling it the Sloppy Turtle. And the name just stuck in my head. And I couldn't call it anything else. And I got, I'm, I'm actually kind of proud of myself. I got a few other people to call it the Sloppy Turtle as well. And uh, that was pretty, that was pretty, you know, badass. Proud of myself for that. Um, went to the Sloppy Turtle for a few, with a couple of the guys. Had a few drinks and uh, went back to the dorm and slept. Woke up nice and early for the conference. And I got to tell you, one thing about Portland, there really are a lot of food trucks. I mean, if you know, especially if you know where to go, there are a few of them that are like gathered. I forget what they call it, but there's a word for it or they have a word for it. But, um, they had some really good breakfast carts. I had some like chicken, egg, bacon, biscuit, gravy thing that like I had a dream about the other night. It was amazing. And, uh, I, I ate that and it went, went in for the start of the conference and right off the bat, had a few good speakers. I'm not really going to talk too much about the speakers, only because I know that a lot of them, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of them are going to be available for viewing online. And when they are, I'm going to definitely mention where uh, you know where you can find them. But one of the speakers that I, I really, really enjoyed the first day uh, before lunch was uh, Dr. Feinstein, and he is um, involved with the Laureate. Institute for Brain Research, which is a new place that's opening in, or is opened already, excuse me, in Oklahoma. And they're really going to do some amazing things. And they're putting float tanks in and they're going to monitor, you know, the effects that float tanks have on people. And it's just, it's really going to be good for the industry as a whole and good for people and, and good for spreading the word and getting more people into tanks, which is going to help more people, which is going to, you know, steamroll. And it's just, it, it really is awesome to see that somebody's doing that. They, uh, on Saturday, 
Saturday to the first day of the conference, they set up this sick lunch. All right. That was like a farmer's market. I don't know if they set it up or it was just happens every Saturday or whatever. If it happens every Saturday, I'm moving to Portland. But it was like an acre of just farmer's market, like food truck and like fresh soup and like fresh fish and like all different, like some of the stuff was hot and ready for you. Some of the stuff was you bought and took at home. Some of the stuff was like coffee. Some of the stuff was chocolate. They had meat. They had grass fed meat. They had, you know, whatever, whatever you wanted. It was really awesome. And, uh, but there was like, that'd be 2,500 to 3,000 people there. I mean, there was a ton of people. And going back, going back to what I said before about Portland being clean, later on that night when I was walking home, um, it wasn't, it wasn't too late. It was about 1230, one o'clock. Welcome back to the dorm room with a few other people that were staying there. We walked right through the area where this whole farmer's market festival was being held and like I said there was 3,000 people there and we walked through this area and there was nothing there was no garbage (laughs) like no bags no no crap on the ground no litter like I I didn't understand it It was like a circus that was like a it was like a four-hour circus like they just they they came and they went they took everything with them and like here I'm used to not that I live in New York City, because I don't. I'm sure that it's worse there. But even out here on Long Island, if you go to like, all right, I'm going to take it real local. If you go to like Hector State Park and you have a barbecue with 20 people, there will be more garbage left <clears throat> than was left at that, at that food market. It was amazing. So hats off to you, Portland. Damn good job. <clears throat> Got done with lunch. Went back and uh, one of the speakers I enjoyed from Saturday was uh, Aubrey Marcus. I thought he had a pretty good speech. He definitely has very good stage presence. He's not like a, he's very confident. He's not cocky. Well, he might be cocky, but he's confident on stage, which is very, very important as far as delivering his message and uh, as far as keeping the um, person listening, keeping them interested. I mean, if you have somebody up there that's not, charismatic it's it's tough to listen to so that's why i definitely think it was a very good speech um speak talk whatever you want to call it um i definitely enjoyed it i wasn't there admittedly um i went back to my room on saturday and may have closed my eyes for a second and fallen asleep (laughs) and i missed the speech from the uh from the nsf guy and the one thing that I'm annoyed about that is because apparently after his speech, there was a Q&A and I don't know exactly what happened. This is one thing that annoyed me. Anytime I heard the story from anybody, we were at a bar after a few drinks and it's like, yeah, and then he said, you're a jerk. Well, you said you can't have his float center. So I don't really know exactly what happened. I'm hoping that when they post the videos up, they show... um you know, they, they kind of have that, that, um, the Q and A is, is on it. But, um, apparently a few people were asking questions and, and they had, there was a, a disagreement or I don't know, but I, I am interested to see because the NSF is a pretty, you know, a reputable, reputable company. They're a private company, but they are very reputable. 
So it is important to hear what they have to say, but I don't know if it's important as far as what, what we need to know. Because, you know, what we're doing now as far as keep, keeping our tanks clean is working. You know, it's not, there's not, not a lot of, excuse me, not, I don't mean to say not a lot. There's nobody getting sick in a properly maintained flow tank if you're using uh, peroxide and UV light. And it's, you know, and you're cleaning your tanks, you're cleaning the water, um, you're cleaning the tank itself above the salt water line. Um, if you're doing the right thing, you, everything, there's, there's not a problem. And there are some people that think that there is a problem. Um, I don't think that there is, and the numbers, numbers kind of agree with me. I mean, float on, showed the stat from the conference. I mean, they've seen 45, they've had 45,000 people float. I, I think, was that number that was right? 45,000 people? I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. Nobody's getting sick. Where's the problem? What's the issue? Um, so... But, but we'll see. I mean, with, with anything, I mean, there's always people trying to get involved and trying to make a buck. So we'll see what happens. Um, Kevin Johnson did a, a great, a great speech, great talk, um, which I enjoyed. Um, very inspirational. Very, very good guy. I'm very happy I had him on the podcast. I definitely lucked out with that one because he's a good, a good dude. And I, unfortunately, I didn't get to hang out with him and talk to him as much as I would have liked to. I was kind of out and mingling with other people and I, I didn't make time to hang out with him and talk to him like I wanted to and I'm sorry about that Kevin I will definitely uh you know I'm sorry <laughs> but uh Sunday night that was the night before I left Monday morning early my flight was at like 6 30 not uh 7 6 37 I think my flight was so I had to get I wanted to get to the airport like 4 4 30 so it's about 12, 30, 1 o'clock Sunday. And uh, I'm at the Sloppy Turtle with a couple other people, a couple other float center people. And I make the call. I'm, there's no way that I'm going to go into my room and go to sleep for an hour and it, you know, risk not waking up. So I just say I'm, I'm all in. I'm just staying up and I'll just sleep. I'll sleep on the plane. So I went back to my room. I had a few more beers. Went back to my room, got all my stuff together, took a nice long shower. And, uh, I took the, uh, the the train to Voodoo Donuts. Not right there. I mean, there's not a stop for it. But it took a stop. It took it the train right to right where the area was. And uh, I'm glad that I did. <laughs> I mean, everybody that I told that I was going to Portland. Not everybody, but anybody that's been to Portland that I told I was going to Portland told me, make sure you go to Voodoo. Make sure you go to Voodoo. And I'm glad that I did. I went there at about, I don't know. 3, 3.15 in the morning on a Sunday going into Monday. And um, there was nobody there. I walked in and it was just like, hey, man, what do you want? And I could like literally take my time and look at every single little concoction they had going on there. And I don't know what they make those things with. I, I it's Like it was the thickest, richest, heaviest donut I've ever had. But I'm glad that I went there because I, I bought a few of them. I brought them home and... Uh, that was a, an experience because they gave you this, you know, pink box to bring home a donut in. I get to my air, get to the airport for my flight home, and they're overbooked and they're not allowing any any additional carry-ons. You can have one carry-on and like a little personal item. That's it. 
So I had to take all my, my little backpack man bag thing that I have and jam it into my suitcase just so I could carry my donuts home without crushing them. So I got in the airport carrying my donuts in a little, you know, roller bag. And, uh, of course everybody made a comment. No, you can't have a donut. I'm not giving you a donut. I bought these things from 3,000 miles away. However far it is, you can't have a donut. I held on strong. Um, so yeah, that was my trip. It was awesome. Um, very happy that I went. Very happy that I met all the people that I met. Everybody that I met that is thinking about opening a center or considering it or on the fence or you're not sure how you're going to do it, you're going to do it. You're going to open a center. You're going to do it. And you're going to get it done because it's, it's you know, every every single person that I spoke to that said that to me or it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of on the fence or I'm not sure, like, I could see it that they wanted to. They kind of just needed that little push. And look, I'm pushing you. Do it. Get involved. And uh yeah, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed the flowcast. Actually, you know what? I'm going to try and do these reads right now. And if I mess up, Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep chugging through it. The flowcast is brought to you by flotationlocations.com. And they are the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. Your website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They house their social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more, so you can remain updated in its growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest, most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float center or a tank manufacturer and haven't teamed up with them yet, it is time to get found. From educating new floaters, new floaters, to providing premium advertising for flotation tank businesses, Flotation Locations aspires to be the industry's hub and they are proud to be an integral part of driving this industry forward. Go to flotationlocations.com to receive special offers and discounts on float sessions so you can save money and float for less. How about that? Round of applause for me. I did not think I was going to get through that. Um, by the way, the Floatcast is also also brought to you by floatforum.com. Um, and Float Forum is something that uh, we launched we launched it a few uh, few months ago, but I haven't really been pushing it. haven't really been posting on it. I've kind of been slacking on it. Kind of just wanted to get it out there and see what it did. And it hasn't done much because I haven't really been pushing it. And neither really is anybody else. Um, but we're going to start to. So, um, yeah, check out floatforum.com. By the way, I'm going to have a little contest right now. And the winner, um, whoever responds first. Gets a uh, gets a shout out on the uh, podcast. Whether you're a float center or you're just a guy or a chick or whatever it is, you get a shout out. Um, to answer the question, you have to go on. You have to register at floatforum.com, and uh, on the podcast section, I'll have the se- the question posted there. So uh, the question is, let's see. I don't want to make it a softball question. I'll make it nice and easy. Well, not too easy, obviously. Um, all right, what in what movie for what movie did John C. Lilly receive a thank you for? He didn't receive credit on the movie, but what movie did he receive a thank you for? And uh you can answer it at floatforum.com and like I said, I will uh announce the winner next week or when the next time I do a show if somebody answers. And uh the question will be in the floatforum.com in the podcast section. So, 
Take care, everybody. Hope you enjoyed hearing about my experience to Portland. Uh, send me an email if you want, thefloatplace at gmail.com. And uh, that's it. Take care, everybody. Keep the tanks clean. And take care, friends.